Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lueda Roshke, your host and my friend and co-labor in the Lord, my right arm, uh, administrator for my office and all of that. Don Kennedy is with us. Good morning, good, Don. Good morning. Good morning. What a what a way to start the day. <laughs> it is a great way to start the day. And here in Texas, we've had some rain. Praise God. Yes. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh, it's so wonderful. Yes, God has been so good to us. We definitely needed some rain and uh, we were just dry, dry, dry. But thank you, Jesus, for the refreshing rains. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayers. Mm -hmm. God is good. God is so good. So, well, let's grab our Bibles, everybody. And we're going to jump into Luke chapter 14. And it's a chapter of parables, but there are life principles and life lessons in Luke chapter 14. And so we're going to just get started. Uh, Verse 1. Now it happened as he went into the house of one of the rulers of the Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath that they watched him closely. They were always watching Jesus Mm -hmm. closely. And you know what? They're watching Christians closely, too. They're watching us. They want us to slip up. (laughs) Yeah. They were trying to find a way to uh, trap Jesus. Uh, And behold, there was a certain man before him who had dropsy. Well, dropsy meant it was inflammation uh, throughout their system, inflammation in the tissues. And Jesus, and behold, there was a certain man before him who had dropsy. And Jesus answering spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees saying, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? Because they were waiting to see if he was going to heal this, this person on the Sabbath. And so um, in my Bible notes, uh, it says, let's see, let's find that here. Healing was not allowed on the Sabbath, except when there was danger to life. Even then, measures could be taken only to prevent the condition from getting worse. Nothing could be done to improve it. Jesus countered this obvious fallacy, saying it is indeed lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Sabbath was for us, right? (laughs) for the people. It was to rest and and, uh, to restore us and refresh us. Boy, and I can't think of a better time for an answer to come through for whatever your need was on the Sabbath. Be like, oh, I really get to truly rest. I'm healed, I'm I'm delivered, I'm set free. (laughs) And it was a time, you know, to concentrate, to, to, to... to meditate on God. And, on the goodness and, of yeah, God. Yeah, goodness of God. And so, of course, God wants to heal you on the Sabbath or any other day, you know? Come on, let's get real. <laughs> but they kept silent when he asked him, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? And he took him and healed him and let him go. I love that. Um, they were watching him closely. And, and so these are lawyers and Pharisees. They're looking for the letter of the law. They're looking for Jesus to, to slip up in any way uh, that they can catch him. And so they're wanting to know, is it lawful? They're, they're looking to see what he's going to do. But what does Jesus do? He took him and healed him and let him go. See, that Jesus wants to take us. He wants to heal us and let us go and do life, to have life and life more abundantly. But the, uh, and then in verse 5, it says, Then he answered them, saying, Which of you, having a donkey... Or an ox that has fallen into a pit will not immediately pull him out on the Sabbath day. Mine says if your son. Yeah. If your son Son, falls in the pit. (laughs) Right. What are you going to do? Are you just going to walk by and say, I'm sorry, I can't do it. It's the Mm -hmm. Sabbath, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, In the Amplified, it says, which of you having a son or a donkey or an ox that has fallen into a well will not at once pull him out on the Sabbath day. 
And they were unable to answer him regarding these things. See, God, uh, Jesus was addressing distorted values. Mm -hmm. They were missing the whole point of the laws or all, the whole point of the Sabbath uh, by centering on and magnifying the, the law. Mm -hmm. and, and where Jesus came to fulfill the law, and Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. The thief did. But so he is directly, he knew what they were thinking. Mm -hmm. He knew what they were there to do. And he saw this man and he had compassion. Jesus, Jesus wasn't doing it to show off. Mm -mm. <laughs> he was doing it because there was a need. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he didn't want Because he always him wants suffer. to do good to right, us. <laughs> right. He doesn't want us to suffer right. and to be in pain. And so he, he took him, he healed him. And he let him go. Jesus wants to take you right where you are in whatever area needs healing, which refers to not only physical healing, but wholeness in every area in your spirit, mind, body, soul, emotions, finances, family, relationships, whatever need there is. He wants to take you, make you whole. He wants to uh, heal you. He wants to let you go. He wants you to walk in freedom. He came to set the captives free in whatever way that you need it. Whatever way that you are in bondage, he came to set you free from mm -hmm. that. That's good news. Mm -hmm. That's good news right there. But Jesus got right to the point. He dealt with the distorted values. They did not value, uh, especially those that were sick and, and maimed and those that had were handicapped in any way, they did not value them or the poor. Mm -hmm. These were, these were the big guys in the house. These were the big guys, the, the rich, those with position, those with standing in the community. Mm -hmm. And they looked down their noses at others that weren't on their same social level. Mm -hmm. So they kept silent. He, he healed him. He just healed him. And he got, he got them to think about it by asking them, which of you having a donkey or uh, a son would not immediately pull him out on the Sabbath? They did not answer him anything. And then we're going to go on down. So life lesson number one is that Jesus will correct distorted values. Mm -hmm. yes, <laughs> Thank God. Will. Thank you, Jesus. Please correct all of mine, every one of them. <laughs> and you know, when something is distorted, it, it's pulled out of focus. It doesn't mm -hmm. focus right. Uh, it looks false. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to see clearly through when there's a distortion. Like, you know, if you've ever been... Uh, what is the house of mirrors, you mm -hmm. know, at a carnival or something, you know, and you see there's everything looks so big or and magnified. Or just try putting on somebody else's glasses. <laughs> right, somebody else's glasses. And you have a, you just, right there, you have a distorted image. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus will, if you will let him today, if you will invite him, he will clear up the distorted values, the distorted images that you have about yourself, your situation about him or other people. So thank God for that. Lord, have your way. Lord, uh, correct our distorted values. And let's go on down to verse 7. We're in Luke 14. This is a lesson on character right here. So he told a parable to those who were invited when he noted how they chose the best places, saying to them, when you are invited, okay, number one, remember that the backdrop of this they are in uh, one of the rulers of the Pharisees' house to eat on the Sabbath, okay? Mm -hmm. They're there to eat. And he, so Jesus told this parable to those who were invited when he noted how they chose the best places, saying to them, when you are invited 
by anyone to a wedding feast, do not sit down in the best place, lest one one more honorable than you be invited by him. And he who invited you and him come and say to you, give place to this man. And then you begin with shame to take the lowest place. So people were coming in. They were, they were pressing in to go get up front, mm-hmm. to get up next to the host, to get up to where Jesus was mainly. To be important. To be important. They were pushing mm-hmm. for place. They were pushing for position. Uh, it was self-promotion. Mm-hmm. And so they are, they're jockeying for position. They're jockeying for place and to be seen. It was self-promotion. Mm-hmm. And so... Jesus just gets right to it. You know, Jesus will get right to the issue in your life. Just like the woman at the well. Mm -hmm. You have five husbands and the one you're with is not your husband. You know, he'll get right down to where your need is. And so he is explaining to them through this parable. Parables are such an awesome way to to see something in a different way. A different perspective. Different perspective. Mm -hmm. So he says, don't go sit in the best place. Because somebody that has more position, more honor than you may come and they're going to have to ask you to move and you're going to have to walk in shame with your head down and go sit in the whatever seats left Mm -hmm, in the back. mm -hmm. And so uh, what was happening was he could see the love of praise. What what the those in that place in that that uh, that dinner, they had a love for praise. Mm -hmm. They wanted people to look at them to see them, to see them as important. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to have the focus on them mm-hmm. as well as watch and see what Jesus was going to do because it was kind of like, in the way I look at it, like a sideshow. You know, mm-hmm. there's, oh, well, let's just see what he's going to mm-hmm. do. You know, it wasn't that hunger, what is Jesus doing? I want to do yeah. it. I want to be a part of it. I want to see. It was that, well, what's he going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, that's just the way I read this. And, and from the pa- fact that they were pushing for place and promotion, and so like they had a part of him, but not really. Right. Yeah. It was just it was just curiosity. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of hunger, mm-hmm. you know, and passion for him. And so he who in, and he who invited you and him come and said, you give place to this man. And then you give him a shame to take the lowest place. Um, that would be that would be an embarrassment right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And the notes on my Bible says Jesus not only rebukes social pride, Social pride, remember that. But reinforces a lesson on character. God honors those who recognize their own lowliness and unworthiness and who rely solely, uh, solely, excuse me, solely on his mercy. And so realizing that we're not all that, but he is. That any, every good gift comes from above, from the Father of lights in whom there's no shadow of turning. Any gift that we have, any ability that we have, uh, anything good it's from him he's mm-hmm. the source mm-hmm. and then by means of the cross he made it he gave it to us by by means of salvation and and who he created us to be it all comes from him so we can't brag about ourselves yeah. we can only brag about god in us that's how we have to do it, is brag about god on the inside of us and so um God honors those who recognize their own lowliness and unworthiness and who rely, rely solely on his mercy. Um, 
Please let me be one that relies solely on his mercy. <laughs> yes, yes. Not on our, our goodness, not on our ability. Yes. Because ours will fail. Yes. Ours will fail. It will not hold up all the <laughs> and time. And it shows up at the dumbest times, I know. too. <laughs> wow, the most embarrassing times. <laughs> wow. So uh, Jesus is dealing with a lesson in character of pride, promotion, uh, self-promotion and position. And uh, so when you're invited, go and sit in the lowliest place. Uh, go sit in the back. If they want you to come up front, they'll bring you up front, you know. And so I love that is Psalms, see, what is it? Psalm 67, I believe, 75, that says um, promotion doesn't come from the east or the west, but promotion comes from the Lord. Lord right. And when God does it, he's prepared you mm-hmm. for it. When God promotes you, he is, there's been life lessons and, and uh, some uh, hard-won <laughs> revelations sometimes of mm-hmm. knowing that you are not enough, that you, you yourself in yourself is not enough, but through Christ you can do all things. And so when God promotes you, there has been a building of character, a building of understanding of the ways of the kingdom of God and the nature of God and the love of God. And it's, gonna, it's always going to be a learning process. We're never going to come to the end of that. Mm -hmm. But God will not take you to a place. It's the old saying, God will not take you to a place that your character cannot keep you. That, you know, that character, he has to build that character in you, which, by the way, requires that you have to cooperate with Mm -hmm. it. So he's that cooperation. His authority. Right. We're submitting to his authority and his character. And then when you get to that next level, it won't crush you. Mm -hmm. Praise God, Mm because he loves us. Thank you, Daddy God. Thank you, Daddy. (laughs) Amen. So, uh, Then he says, I love this second part. So that when he who invited you comes, he may say to you, okay, if you're the one that took the low low road, if you were the one that were humble and teachable, you were the one that says, I don't know it all. I need need the pouring into. I need wisdom. I need direction. I need you, God. And he will come and say to you, friend, go up higher. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe Jesus is saying, go up higher, come up higher with me, mm-hmm. come up higher in me and with me, and I will take you to places that you never dreamed of. Or that you thought you belonged, but didn't yet. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's all in his, say, it's a, there's a safety measure built right, in. Right, there's right. a protection mm-hmm, built in there mm-hmm. for us because he will not take us to where we cannot be kept. His plans aren't to kill us. They're yeah. to keep us alive and full of hope and right. full of love and have something to give out to others. Exactly. He is so good. He is so good. So for whoever exalts himself, well, let's go back to that. Friend, go up higher. I just feel this Holy Spirit say, come up higher with me. Come up higher in my timing. Come up higher in your knowledge of me. I have a better place for you. a better place. He's always has something mm-hmm. better, better, better. And so he takes us out of the, the, the muck and the mire to take us to better. He says, then you will have glory and the presence of those who sit at the table with you. And you know what it is? It's really his glory in you. It's his glory, his presence on the inside of you. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled or put down or made low. Okay, Whoever self-promotes, whoever is jockeying for position or pride, and you know how you might could tell 
if you're, you're really dealing with that and that the Holy Spirit's trying to help get that out of you is if you get jealous of other people's mm-hmm. blessings, uh, jealous of the way God is using somebody else or doing something else or blessing someone financially or whatever it may be or their new job or their new home or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, that's, that's a good indicator that you need to stop and just... Just say, God, I thank you for what you're doing in me. I thank you. You're protecting me from what I don't even know, mm-hmm. what would destroy me. You know, um, fame and fortune has, sto- has destroyed many a good people. <laughs> yeah. Fame and fortune has, has destroyed many a good ministry. Mm-hmm. And so thank you, God, for we, we just say yes to your grooming. Right. We say yes to your pouring into us and to your working things out of us that we don't need in us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we say yes to that humbling ourselves. You know, I want to humble myself. The Bible says, humble yourselves in yeah, the sight of I God. Don't I don't want, want him to have to humble me. I don't me. like it when the Lord has yeah. to humble me. I mean, it's like, <laughs> humble. Is not fun. <laughs> right. And, and inherent in humility is a teachability. You know, mm. They go together, humility and teachability. I've said it many times on this program. And so he he's saying, uh, instead of exalting yourself, humble yourself. There's the opposite. Uh, then he who humbles himself will be exalted. It's, it's a, what's that? It's a dichotomy. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's opposites. Mm-hmm. If you humble yourself, you'll be exalted. If you exalt yourself, you're going to be humbled. Mm-hmm. And uh, so God in his mercy comes along and he gives us these life lessons. And right here, so in the first part of the chapter 14, uh, we, we learned about distorted values. God, Jesus wants to correct distorted values in your life and just say yes to it. Let him, let him correct your lens, let him correct your vision. And then we just talked about taking the lowly place. It's a lesson on character, a lesson of, uh, not loving the praise of man, uh, not jockeying for place and position, uh, and self-promotion, but instead humble yourself that you may be exalted instead of exalting yourself that you have to be humbled right. because God is always after our, our, our innermost being truth in the inward parts. He's always after our, our character and our nature so that we look like, sound like, act like, talk like him. And I don't always do. And I know that, but I'm a work in progress. We're just all like works you in progress. Are. Don't forget that. Yeah. We're all in <laughs> we work all in progress. We all miss it some days. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so there's mercy for that, but always say, okay, how did I get there? Why did this happen? Mm-hmm. Did, was there something I was missing something I wasn't understanding or something I did, or, or maybe it was just an attack of the devil, you know, Mm -hmm. but we have to, I, I feel like, you know, the Bible says examine yourself, you know, and, and to see if you're in the Lord, to see if you're in the way of the Lord. And so, uh, examining yourself, not as in a critical self defamation and all that, but Lord, I want to be like you, right? I want to be like you. And so this is really an awesome, um, chapter because it goes through so many things. Now we're going to get back on uh, 14, uh, 14, 12, Luke 14, 12. Then he also said to him who invited him, when you give a dinner or a supper, do not ask your friends, your brothers, your relatives, your nor rich neighbors, lest they also invite you back and you be repaid. Okay. What does he have? So don't invite all the rich people, all the people of importance. Don't do that. <laughs> He, instead, this is what you want to do. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the maimed and the lame and the blind. And when you, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you for you shall be repaid at the resurrection of the just. So in other words, what are your motives for giving this party and who you're inviting? Right. There's another life principle. What are your motives? 
Make sure that your motives, you're being motivated by Christ and the love of God. And if you haven't been in the past or if maybe you right now you're not being motivated and you feel the prick of the Holy Spirit just just kind of dealing with you, just say, I repent, Father, purify my motives, let them be right before you. It's and mean it in your heart. And he forgives you and he resets you. God is so good about resetting you. I have been reset and reset and reset. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the reset yeah, button my over and over has and over. a reset button. Praise God. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Thank God for a reset button. Thank you, Jesus. I have to do that a lot. Uh, let's see what, let's see how the Amplified says this. Jesus also said to the man who had invited him, when you give a dinner or a supper, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors, lest perhaps they also invite you in return, and so you are paid back. In other words, what's your motive? Why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Are you going to get something out of it? Is it, an a- is it an angle? Right. But when you give a banquet or a rep- reception, invite the poor, the disabled, the lame, and the blind. Then you will be blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied because they have no way of repaying you and you will be recompensed at the resurrection of the just or the upright. And uh, let me see here. Let's skip over here. So the Lord is proclaiming that God God is watching why you're doing things. He's he's watching the motive behind it so he can purify it. Right. So we can be purified in it all. Thank God for that. And um, so... The, now, understand this. The lame and the blind were excluded from the temple. Isn't that sad? The ones the, that weren't perfect. Yeah, the ones that needed a touch from God, mm-hmm. needed to be loved on by the rest of the people. The very ones that had a desperate need, they were excluded from the temple. Jesus is turning it around. Mm-hmm. He's using this as a a parable to say, don't exclude them, include them, invite them, even though they can't do anything for you in return. See, a lot of times we'll do something to get something back. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not a bad thing if somebody gives you something back and and, and God blesses you you when you do things. But if your motive is... But if that's your only motive is to get it back, then you've you've missed the point. (laughs) You've missed the point. And so understanding that the lame and the blind were excluded from the temple, really, really opens up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were, they, you know, they, they weren't invited to come to the, to the dinners and the places uh, where all the, 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 those with position and place were at. God's invitation, however, includes the lowly and the poor. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Those who have no means to repay. Thank God. That was me. I could never repay what he did on the cross for me. (laughs) That's exactly right. Reward that will never be returned in the present age will be given at the resurrection of the just. That is, in the consummation in the future age, God will reward those who have been merciful in this age. So think about those around you who are hurting, those that, that need help. And ask yourself, is God, is that my mission today? Is that who I'm supposed to reach out and touch? Maybe they, maybe it seems impossible. Mm-hmm. I mean, if God sends you to a lame person or a blind person, it may seem impossible. But you know what? You don't know what God can do. Right. You don't know a, what the connection a, to, between yeah. you and him is. Right. <laughs> and the yield, just being yielded to him, mm-hmm. what God can do. God can do a miracle just like that. Mm-hmm. We look at things hard. We, we kind of gauge things in levels, you know, mm-hmm. a headache. 
you know. Okay, I can pray for ache, that. <laughs> you know, but lame or blind, uh, I don't know. You know, and so we 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 kind of limit God in that. When God, you may be the one, like you said, Don, the connection to Him, right? To Christ, they may just need a touch. That just need a touch. That you mm. don't know what they've been excluded. You from. don't know what He's been doing in the background to prime them for that moment either. I mean, it could be their salvation. It could be the difference between heaven and hell for them. Mm-hmm. He may have been putting people along the way, and then all of a sudden, you're the one that's going to reap that harvest and bring them into the kingdom. So you don't know what's. You don't know what's been happening all around them. That's so m- true. Because God has, he works everything to our good. So no matter even the, the bad things in our life, he works them around to our good. And he, you may be that, that person that's supposed to tie up, tie, to tie it up, to bring it back, bring him back into salvation, bring him back into the presence of God. Or you may be another waterer. It doesn't matter what your, your, what your part is, but you don't know what else has been going on in the kingdom of God to make mm-hmm. that person whole again. Yeah. Because so intricate. Mm-hmm. God is very detailed. <laughs> very intricate and detailed <laughs> in how he does things. Right. And, uh, you know, he, he, work, he can work through any one of us that will just yield. Mm-hmm. And he can work through someone else on your behalf mm-hmm. that you don't even have a clue. That that person's praying for you, that God, that person is, is helping you. You have no idea because God is working in so many mm-hmm. ways, if we could just see, if we didn't have that distorted vision and we understood that God wants all of us included, he doesn't, you know, all this exclusion stuff because of uh, race or gender or all of that. You know, God says, come. Mm-hmm. He didn't say just you. Just, he says, come, come to me, all you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I know we're about out of time. I, my prayer this morning was God. I thank you that there are more for me than against me. Amen. I had that moment this morning. I felt like the world was against me. I don't know why. There's really nothing that horrible going on, <laughs> but I just felt that pressure from the enemy. He just yeah. does that sometimes, right. tries to have an entrance. Yeah. And so I just I just sat, I got in my car this morning. I'd already been reading and praying, but I got in my car and I just was reminded, thank you, Lord, there's more for me today than against me. Amen to that. He There is for, more for us than against us. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we're almost uh, done with the first half of our program, but don't go anywhere because we'll be right back. But I just want to invite you to call our prayer line at 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. We have anointed trained prayer ministers to pray for you, and uh, we'd love to do that. Also, you can go to our, our website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org, and we have lots of wonderful free resources. We have tons of podcasts of the radio show we have uh, tons of uh of our tv shows episodes of our tv shows that uh, on that airs on impact christian network every week so just invite you to go to that we want you to be blessed and minister to hey if you would like to give to the ministry to help us to keep preaching on the radio and tv and in person when we go out and speak that would be a blessing to us and i believe well, god will bless you as you partner with us god bless you we'll be right back <music> 